The History of College Football is a podcast dedicated to preserving the college football gridiron memories from years gone by. Please feel free to visit our website at historyofcollegefootball.com. Thank you. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to History of College Football. I am Jay Abramson, and I will take you down a gridiron memory lane. The national champions, the teams, the rivalries, the conferences, the Heisman winners, the rankings. Today, we discuss Coach Harry Hughes, Colorado State Rams, then called the Colorado Agricultural College Aggies, who coached the Aggies from 1911 to 1941. He was one of the most influential and successful football coaches in the early years of college football. He was a man who changed how college football was played. Now, Harry Hughes was born on October 9th, 1887 in DeKalb County, Missouri. And the start of the story of Harry Hughes actually dates back to 1899 when he was 12 years old. Unknown to him, the 1899 Kansas team was coached by the legend Fielding Yost. Now, the team's quarterback was a man named Benny Owen. Now, follow this. After playing for Yost, Benny Owen joined Fielding Yost at Michigan as an assistant for the 1901 season. People, that's the 1901 Michigan Wolverines, a team for the Angels. They were called the point-a-minute team. Scoring 550 points, allowing no points whatsoever. I did many a podcast on Benny Owens. Coach Benny Owen went on to coach the Oklahoma Sooners from 1905 to 1926. Now, back to Harry Hughes. Harry Hughes played football at Oklahoma from 1905 to 1908 under coach Benny Owens. So in 1905, Harry Hughes was a freshman. Again, he was playing under coach Benny Owen until 1908. After Harry Hughes graduated, he became an assistant coach to Benny Owen. and was the first assistant coach that Oklahoma ever had. This was from 1908 to 1910. Benny Owen was known for these high-flying offenses. He would put up points, and this is between 1905 and 1910, when Harry Hughes was there of 55, 58, 48, 43, 67, 51, 51, 50, 55, 66, 79. In fact, after 1911, Coach Owen Sooners would rack up 104 points in a game. Twice, they tallied over 150 points in a game. So, in 1911, Harry Hughes, who had just come from the tutelage of Benny Owen, who had come from the tutelage of Fielding Yost, was hired as head coach and director of athletics at the Colorado Agricultural College Aggies, and now they're called the Colorado State Rams. Harry Hughes came from that elite coaching tree that went from Fielding Yost to Benny Owens to him. Now, the previous season in 1910, the season before Harry Hughes was hired, the Colorado Agricultural Aggies went 0-5. In fact, that 1910, after losing the first game 10-6, never scored a point again to finish 0-5. Enter Harry Hughes in 1911. In his first year, Coach Hughes 
made sweeping changes. He made it clear that his mission was to clean up the game in the Rocky Mountain region. He coached his team to focus on fair play. This means he forbid his players to fight during games, which was a common practice back then. He immediately cut players that were paid professionals and only paid, uh, excuse me, and only played college students. Not just any college student, but the students had to maintain good grades. He cut the assistant coaches and made it clear he was the only one coaching the team because prior to his arrival, it was a group of Fort Collins businessmen that acted as assistant coaches. So the 1911 season, his inaugural season gets underway. He was the only coach. The players were actually student athletes and they did not play dirty. What happened? In game one, they lost 51 to nothing to Utah. In game two, they lost 29 to nothing to Utah State. In game three, they lost 29 to nothing to Colorado Mines. And then in week four against Denver, when Denver began fighting, as was the norm back then, his players stood down, refusing to throw a punch. Denver won 49 to nothing. Week five saw much of the same. Colorado State lost 31 to nothing to Colorado and then lost 27 to nothing to Wyoming. To finish that inaugural season, 0-6, they did not score a point. But slowly, his teams got better. Attitudes began to change, and other teams in the region took notice. In 1912, the next year, the Aggies turned it around. They were 3-2. 1913, they were 3-2. 1914, they were 3-4. And, and then everything seemed to shift. See, toward the end of the 1914 season, again, influenced by that coaching trio, Fielding Yost and Benny Owens, Coach Hughes created a trick play. It was a triple pass called a million-dollar play, a triple pass. So the 1915 season went like this. The Colorado State Rams, as they're called now, opened against Colorado and won 23-6. to They defeated Utah 21-9. They defeated Utah State 59 to nothing. That offense kicking into high gear. They defeated Colorado Mines 35 to nothing. They defeated Wyoming 48 to nothing. They defeated Colorado College 24 to 13 and Denver 34 to 3. His 1915 team had gone undefeated and untied, perfect 7 and 0. Hughes plan for a clear, fair play with actual student athletes worked. His team ran the table, his student athletes recorded that perfect season. This had a major impact on football in the Rocky Mountain region. See, other teams wanted to eliminate the ugly side of college football too, the paid professionals, the dirty tactics, and they saw that it could work and a ripple effect started to mount throughout the region. And that resulted in cleaning up football in the Rocky Mountain region. Well, the 1916 team saw the Aggies offense kick into high gear on week one. Thank you, Fielding Yost and Benny Owens, for your direction. Colorado State defeated Wyoming 40 to nothing, then Utah 53 to nothing, and went on to finish the season undefeated. Six wins, no loss, one tie. The Aggies had posted back-to-back -back undefeated seasons, yielding credence to other schools that his method of play could produce not only winning teams, but solid conference champions. In the 1920s, Harry Hughes had evolved into a leader in all of college athletics throughout the Rocky Mountain region. Now, his teams were not always successful, he did post back-to-back -back winless seasons in 1917 and 1918, but to be fair, that 1918 
season was when the Spanish influencer took over America, and it was just a two-game schedule. But his brand of play produced conference championships, 1950, 1960, 1990, 1920, 1925, 1927, 1933, 1934. And by 1935, Harry Hughes was nationally known, nationally recognized as a member of the National Rules Committee, as a board member of the Football Coaches Association. Harry Hughes retired as director of athletics in 1953. 26 days later, sadly, he died of a heart attack. When Colorado State built their new football stadium in 1968, it was named the Hughes Stadium in honor of the legendary coach. This was the story of Harry Hughes, a man with a dream of a fair game for college football, without the ruffians, without the professionals, a game where student athletes who maintained their grades could play and win conference championships. This was a story of Howie Hughes, coach of the Colorado State Rams, then called the Colorado Agricultural College Aggies. Thank you for listening to the History of College Football. I am Jay Abramson. Join us every Tuesday and Saturday for a new episode.